0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: All right, welcome into that is your opinion or that's mm-hmm. your opinion. What's what's the title of the show again? That's your opinion, right? That's your that's opinion. That's
0: your opinion. You that's know your what I'm opinion. Saying? My opinion is always right. Yours is always wrong. So really, but that's it's your opinion. My opinion.
1: That's your that's your opinion. Fred Smoot. he's got many different names Mm -hmm. I've got a few names for him after last week well I can't say them on the air Um, hey
0: please say it you you can call me by my new alias and that's El Camino Jones
1: El Camino Jones
0: yes yes half half car half truck Uh, uh,
1: I don't know what the hell that means but I might call you Dirty Sanchez by the end of this Uh, (laughs)
0: please uh, I administer
1: and 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 the producer of said show Side the Amish man, Fember. How, how, how are you guys? uh How are you guys holding up here? I mean, we got we got no football. We got free agency, which we do have. That is interesting. I say,
0: Free but- agency feels like the NBA right now. Like it's it, it's it's moving along quick. And by the way, fellas, since we're in the, the middle of a chicken sandwich war, did y'all get a chance to try KFC's? chicken sandwich that they use in the fight against Popeye.
2: No, please tell me because I'm actually very interested in really? the sandwich wars here. And I've okay. not tried that one yet.
0: I tried it today and just like Popeye's. It was a long line and uh, I get, I give it a, a actually a B plus. Hey, it's a pretty good chicken sandwich.
2: All right. But where does it rank so, with Popeye's and Chick-fil-A? Because I feel like Chick-fil-A, I like the breading better, but mm-hmm. Popeye's has that spicy mayonnaise. That's so good.
0: Yeah, and Popeye's has, like, the biggest pickles in the world, too, also. Yep. Um, so where would it so, rank
2: between—sorry, Chick, to derail no, you here, a, but I need to know no, right, no, right no, off the bat, where does this KFC sandwich rank among uh-huh. Chick-fil-A it, it, it and Popeye's?
0: Popeye's, because, you know, Popeye's jumped on the scene and hurt them. All right? Popeye's was serious. All right? I'm going to go Popeye's first, Chick-fil-A second, Kentucky KFC third.
2: All right. Cool. Good to have
1: that established. I don't, I don't do any of those too much to be quite honest with you i mean why
0: not I, it's I, just chicken chicken not bad oh, like i know. i mean so if
1: you're standing in line so basically you're getting a covid sandwich is what you're doing if you're standing in a long line First of folks. To
0: buy, it's a drive through all right they're, they're, they're not opening oh, the drive drive-through. drive-through. yeah i don't
1: drive th- okay yeah i mean i've done enough drive through but that's a long line for that so what are you doing in the car just sit on your phone
0: uh, me myself, I watch YouTube a lot while I'm in my car. I actually listen to YouTube a lot while I'm in my car. So I'm I'm getting educated while I chill.
1: You don't uh, listen to your own podcast at all? Just uh to...
0: not not really because once we film it, I know what I just said. You know, I, I never like I'm never one of them people that I do a TV show, then go back and watch it. Watch myself right. doing a TV show. No, I know what happened during that TV show. I'm waiting for the next one.
1: Okay. Uh, well, for those who don't know, so last week we had Drew Pierce at the Hall of Famer. Apparently Fred was searching for his own Hall of Fame bust in Canton and couldn't make the show. Because um, um, I couldn't find it because he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> so he, had a long t- he had a long drive to Canton. Drew was great. Loved Drew. And as uh, folks know, he was my, my childhood idol, um, very uh, giving with his time. So this week, and he played in, a, in, a, in an era, and he laughs about the contracts now. So our boy, Trent Williams. Oh, just, just
0: re-upped with yes, the San Francisco 49 32, 32 years old. and He signed for $100 million. Got 138 coming.
1: Um, and he's got 55 total guaranteed mil mm-hmm. is what he's got. Uh, that's what do you think of that at 32? I know a lot of guys, especially linemen, if they're really good, and he's been banged up a little bit, but mm-hmm. still, when he's on the field, no def- and when the defensive guy, defensive lineman comes out in the field and they mm-hmm. see Trent Williams, they're like, ah oh, shit. yeah. There it
0: is. Unless his name Chase Young, because Chase right. Young beat him like a senior citizen last time <laughs> I seen him. Like, listen, at the end of the day, Trent is not, if not, the best tackle in the league. He's one of the best tackles in the league. And and you remember I made a proposal that I said NFL should incorporate a rule. Every six years, a veteran is required to take a year off. That year that Trent took off extended his career three years. I And if you do this, you can you can watch your great players play for at least two to three more years right. by doing that type of stuff. So Trent benefited from that. Is he
1: a Hall of Famer?
0: It's, it's so hard to say with linemen. Because usually linemen don't really get their Hall of Fame Treatment unless they are part of a Super Bowl team, right. right? So it's it's hard to say with linemen, and it just it's and sometimes as a lineman you at the mercy of skill positions because if a guy like Antonio Brown is going in the same year as you, of course right. they're gonna take the guy that had the most headlines right. in our offensive of line.
1: Uh, so Trent is there for the duration of his career uh, as far as the Washington football team goes. Oh yeah, uh, how about? It's magic Ryan Fitzpatrick is now the... I mean, let me tell you something. Here's what I like about the signing of Ryan Fitzpatrick, because there are question marks after the name Kyle Allen. There is a question mark after the name Taylor Heineke. There's yeah. no question mark behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. He probably should have started more games in Miami last year. You have a bona fide quarterback who has a brain that, that, that works well in an offense. I, I love... This signing of of Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I know it is a not a long term thing. It is a stopgap measure, in my estimation, uh, while they go and try to find a franchise quarterback. But that's a that's a pretty he, cool he, signing.
0: He, he's he's the perfect starter wife. You know, at the end of the day, what, what, you know, you say what, starter what, wife. Starter wife. It's your first wife. Your first okay, wife quick. is never your last wife. I don't, you know, I, you just,
1: I, don't tell my wife. You know, my wife listens to this podcast. This is no, not no, no, good no. for
0: me. You're old Don't school tell chick, my
2: fiance if take, that.
0: <laughs> if, if you take your hat off, it'll show how old school you are, chick. You're uh-huh. old school. You, you, you don't worry about that. But the new school, your starter wife is the one you learn how to love a, a person and learn how to not make the mistakes that you're going to make with the first wife that you do with the second wife. You can do that without getting
2: married. You, that's called, huh? yeah. uh, that, you can do that in a relationship. You, that's a starter relationship, but not a, yeah, not si, a starter wife.
0: sorry, you, si, you're saying that because you're about to jump the broom. You're about to do the, the dirty nasty dance, and you're worried, <laughs> is this going to be your first and only chance? And I tell you that the numbers say 65% of marriages end in divorce. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but Sluca Numbers you? knows the numbers.
2: Hey, and I'm not 35% then. Yeah, and why are you looking that
0: up? Because I'm I mean, part you, of you, the statistic. I am part of the statistic. I added yeah, to numbers with my first wife.
1: You go through wives like Belichick goes through tight ends.
0: <laughs> hey, but I'm not a quitter.
1: No, not at all. Uh, not not at all. So Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, is in the fold. Uh, the other good thing is
0: the signing uh, of the cornerback. William Jackson uh, III, yes, he can flat-out like play. That. He reminds me of a young Fred Schmook. Very long, oh. very lean, not the biggest, sticky in coverage, and boy, does he have a potty mouth. He's a trash talker. So I like that, and I like the fact that he's young and he's long, and I think you're bringing in a guy that you, you can have for the next five, six, seven years.
1: Did you have a potty mouth? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes, yes, he, he has a trashy mouth, and, and that's what it is.
1: Did, did you have a potty mouth?
0: Ah, my mouth stunk. It still reeks of of garbage.
1: Uh, and we have young Cy on here listening to this. He's trying to get married and stuff.
0: Yeah, That's he's going to get married, but you know, it's going to be a different side between the marriage side and the divorce side. They are going to be two different guys.
2: There's uh, not also going to be go a divorce side. There's not <laughs> there there will not be a divorced side. No? No.
0: I said the same thing. Don't worry about it. I said the same oh. thing. Now look at me, single in my 40s.
1: Um what was I was going to tell you. Oh, uh, also by the way, coming up on the show, uh Fred has uh invited a fellow cornerback onto the show. Mm-hmm. So this would be an all defensive show. Anton Winfield, uh yes. he played back in the day.
0: Um Now back in the day cuz you try to make us seem old. don't don't you're do back in. You're Chief. back in the day, dude. Wasn't you're that like 2005? You played huh?
1: you played together. You guys played together in 2005. That is back in the day.
0: Okay. Let's let tell you. 15 years ago. That ain't 16. back in the day. That's a back long time. Back in the day, is was flow model TVs, Chick. Uh, it was still flat screens out at this time. Right? We still texting words through the air at this time, right? We had a cell phone at this time, right? That's not back in the day, Smooth. Chick. You can't uh, be
2: talking to us about you being new school with what you just said. What, about by marriage? About everything. How is that new school? <laughs> everything you just said. 2005 is old school.
1: By the way, you're, by the way your cell phones back in 2005 we're,
0: were about the size of a brick. Uh, No, they wasn't. No, there, there wasn't. <laughs> the iPhone had just dropped. All right. Okay. All right. Now, now you want to talk. It's in the same lifespan of an iPhone, so that makes it not back in the day. Now, if we're talking about a sidekick two-way page, now we're talking about back in the day. <laughs> but you're not gonna throw up me and Twan back in the day when guess what? If you look up look up our footage on YouTube, it still yes. looks clear. HD. All right. I
1: don't know. You know I don't know about film? that. I, I don't think that was HD. By the way, I think no. I my high school
0: film is back in the day because it's BHS. That's back I in the day. I had to
1: squint. I had to squint. Uh, uh, you okay with Alex Smith uh, parting ways with the Washington football team?
0: Oh, we had to break up with him. We had to break up with him. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm gonna tell you the truth. It was a great story watching Alex play. I right. but I was scared every second he was on the field. I was nervous right. every second he was on the field. And if I'm Alex, I call it a career. Uh, he can go into coaching. There's so many more things he can do. I just think he didn't gave football enough of his body, and uh, he should say the rest for life, you know?
1: Uh, he, man, he fought so hard to get back. He used the sport to, to bring back his quality of life. He plays for a season, sort of. Um, do you think he really gives it up, or does he? I mean, somebody out there is going to say, I watched this dude last year. And a year later, his legs even stronger. Somebody out there is crazy enough to go. No,
0: I him on see, my roster. I can see Coach Urban Maya in Jacksonville saying, oh, "Let's yeah, bring him in they, to yeah, teach Trevor great. Lawrence, All right? Yeah, to be, yeah, to be a guy that helps mold Trevor Lawrence." So I could see that happen in Jacksonville.
1: That's a that's a that that makes sense to me. Uh, for the first time today, you've made sense to me. Um, any other? Free agent signings that uh surprise you at all? Anything that pops to your head? I mean, obviously I'm, sh-
0: I'm shocked that the Ravens haven't signed Antonio Brown because I think the Ravens need a true number one wide receiver and they need somebody that can really scratch the field with the other Brown. All right. And they have to get somebody because if they're not going out to Kenny Galladay, uh they're not going after these type guys, I don't think Juju Smith Schuster is a true number one. I know for a fact Antonio Brown is. And Antonio Brown has been surprisingly quiet. He has been, hasn't he? Yeah.
1: Well, that's what happens when you, room, well, when you start rooming with Tom Brady, man.
2: How did you think that Antonio Brown played last year? Because I've read mixed reviews and, you know, he caught, you know, a touchdown in the Super Bowl. But a lot of people also said that he definitely lost a step. I mean.
0: No, he didn't lose a step. He had to play himself back into football shape. And by time he was played back into football shape, it was playoff time. And when the playoff time comes, who going to check Antonio Brown one-on-one? I'm sorry. Nobody can check Antonio Brown one-on-one. All right? So at the right. end of the day, he is that proven commodity. And he's proven that he will shut up. And he's proven that he can win a Super Bowl with him. i so I'm, well, I'm just here's, shocked.
2: here's the other question, though, because the Ravens, I know, are also a little tight on cap space. But even that aside— the other narrative with the Ravens is why would a wide receiver, a big name wide receiver want to play for the Ravens in an offense where you're going to be blocking more than you're going to be catching and you're not going to, you can't expect to get a hundred receptions at a thousand receiving yards and 12 touchdowns in a season. So. Yes, yes,
0: you can because and uh, Lamar Jackson would never be the Lamar Jackson of last year or the year before. He's only going to get better. All right. He, they only going to open the offense up more and you can, you can only have somebody that can catch 100 passes if they're proven number one. Marquise Brown hasn't proven that he's a number one in this NFL yet. Uh, well, Antonio Brown, went the year and almost caught 150 passes. All right, So he's proven, just get me the ball, get me the ball in space. And guess what he does? If he comes, he makes them double-team him. Now the tight end is one-on-one, and now Marquise Brown is one-on-one. Now he gets to catch more balls because of Antonio Brown. You see what happened to Juju smith shoots after Antonio Brown left. He went from a 100-catch wide receiver to getting doubled, and he ain't had over 60 catches in a season since he left.
1: Other things that are taking place here. Uh, so as we speak, the Giants and, and Kenny Galladay are chatting. Galladay's going to go in there and have a little chat and have like a mm. business meeting. That would be yeah, that, that would hurt uh, certainly Washington's Washington franchise. And, 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 and there's no
0: one that I actually wanted. I wanted John Ross from the Cincinnati Bengals and the New York Giants signed John Ross. If I'm a cornerback for the uh, Washington football team, uh, I just I just had my heart just skip the beat because I know I got to <laughs> see this guy two times a year because once he actually get his career going, he's very Joey Galloway-like. Uh, he mm-hmm. could be very special if he could just get with the right team and get going.
1: Uh, you know what at the end of the season, everybody talked about uh Tom Brady can do it without Bill Belichick. He did, got a got a Super Bowl title uh with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ever since then, all Bill Belichick has done is re-sign Cam Newton. Whoever's like, he's not coming back, or they're not gonna resign him well. Yep. Bill Belichick saw something. He knew that Cam was facing some bullshit during the season and trying to learn an offense and with a no offensive line. Um he resigns Cam Newton. He gets Nelson Aguilar on yep. the wideout okay. position.
0: Hey, and then the, the two. Philadelphia, the dude in Philadelphia that did the interview ain't really uh, impressed with Nelson Aguilar. The right. dude that no caught the kid at right. the fiery building.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he also got two tight ends in Hunter Henry and John U. Smith. So yeah. Bill Belichick has been brilliant throughout his career as far as picks uh, and free agent moves. I I got a feeling that Bill is a little bit ticked off, and now is trying to set Kim up for major success.
0: Uh, for Bill to be the best head coach of all time, the one I guess Achilles' heel he had is he's terrible at drafting. He's terrible, <laughs> like he's so terrible at drafting. He didn't pick the goat in football to round seven. And right? <laughs> he drafted, right? he's just not good at it. So he said, "You know what? Instead of getting these unproven commodities." I'm going to go get a lot of proven commodities Mm -hmm. because when I win Super Bowls, that's what I have. I have the Ty Laws of the world, the Richard Seymours of the world. I have guys that go out there that I know, the Jamin Collins of the world. So at the end of the day, he said, I'm going to go with older guys over younger guys and see what I can do. All right. The coolest
1: tidbit that I heard is what Russell Acoon has done um, with Bitcoin. So he took last year's... He took last year's salary of 2020 and took half of that and invested it in Bitcoin. Um, no, no,
0: no. He didn't take half and invested in Bitcoin. He made the team pay him in right. Bitcoin.
1: In, pay him in Bitcoin. So it was around $27,000 per coin. Mm. Um, at the time, the number was... Uh, let me, I wrote it down here somewhere. What did I do with it? Um, all right. So at the time... Um, we're talking it was worth 27 and now it's and last week it was worth 60 grand and yeah. so he has basically made up all of his salary and all the taxes he would have paid on that salary for uh, Lyman are always they've always been smart they've always been well, smart he go
0: to key um, uh, the tax thing is where he won it right yeah. when he got paid a big coin he was not forced to pay any tax on that money So let's just like playing for a team in Florida or, or, or Texas. All right, so he got all of his money, and he tripled it at the same time while knowing, let me keep it out of my hands. That what he said? Right. How about I keep it out of my hands, therefore I won't have a Rolls Royce in the front yard tomorrow. <laughs> Instead, I will have triple my money, and I'll be a Bitcoin legend. All
1: right, so you played in the league many, many years. Um, if you can name names, who was the, the guy, a teammate, or a guy in the league you heard was just just – absolutely the dumbest with his coin.
0: Uh, all of us. All of us. All of us. That's a safe well, answer. This, this is what you got to understand. Here go the fact that it matter. They say, don't, don't act like somebody that ain't never had nothing. Well, most of us never had anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, The financial literacy in your 20s is terrible for every person in the world. And it's different between getting up in the morning, chick, and saying, what do I want to do? Do I want to go get a bench truck? Or do I want to fly to Peru? See, most people don't have those options at the age of twenty-five. Right. All right. So yeah. those options, plus uh, young friends that can help you find out what we're doing today, and just the ability to do whatever you can dream up. Right. All right. That's the key. So I think all of us go through that first contract. For pretty much eighty percent of the lead, is 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 it vanished? Abracadabra, it's gone. we, huh? <laughs> it's gone. It, it happens because because you use that first contract to establish yourself. That's where okay. your first cars come from. That's where your house come from. That's where your 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 level you you even the playing ground. All right. So the second contract is when you set yourself up a lot.
1: All right. So we'll never know as listeners and stuff. We'll never know. So you get that first contract. What was your first contract and uh, I, I forget how they pay out. Um, I'm sure it you had like, some guarantee. It was
0: like, it was like ten million million, four years. Okay. And, uh,
1: and there was guaranteed money.
0: Uh, but I actually, you know, I was the only guy that got drafted in the second round that held out. <laughs> I'm the only guy <laughs> in sports history. that got drafted in the second round and held out. Well, that's because I, that's because I knew I slipped in the draft and, and my, and my agent knew it, Buzz Cook. And he said, well, I'm going to make a guarantee the whole contract. Right. And that's what he did.
1: Wow. All right. So you get that first check. Yeah. That first check. What's that? What's that number like?
0: Uh, The first check. All right. The first check is going to be your signing bonus. Okay. Uh, that's going to be your first check. Because you actually don't. Your, your checks are broke down into 16 checks during the right. season. Right. That's your salary. Like right, the first check going to be that signing bonus. So let's say that signing bonus is like $1.5 million. Okay. That's your first check. Now. What you what you what you what you re- actually the first person you're introduced to is uh Uncle Sam. <laughs> because you know you just got a check worth one point five, but when you looked at it, it was only nine hundred thousand. So right. you went, right. what just happened, Africa It's, gone. it's that, gone. So that's your first uh how should I say financial lesson? Okay that Uncle Sam gonna get heals no matter what. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, so so then you go either put it in a you put some money in a bank. So you choose a bank like Wells Fargo, they won't cash that million dollar check. You got to—they no. they won't insure it. So you got to actually send it to your money manager. They cash it, then you put money into a, a regular bank account.
1: So, but you still—that first time you see that check, though, I mean, you oh, the first see time it. you
0: see that check, you you lose your mind because you dreamed of this moment. You dreamed of, you know, after the draft, seeing that first check is like that next level because mm-hmm. the draft day was your dream, but you can't wait. To, to, to get that check. And when you right. get that check, first thing you probably had to do is pay back your agent because you right. probably uh had a credit line uh, between leaving school and the draft.
1: Okay, what do agents, NFL agents, like for us in the media, when we first get an agent, man, yeah. we're so young in the business, they're taking 10% because they know yeah. they can. By the yeah. time you're established, you get it down, you can get it down to eight or seven, maybe 6%. Uh, what yeah. do NFL agents normally take?
0: They, th- they started off at 3%. That's because they the contract do. is so big. Yeah, 3%. And me, I'm the ultimate negotiator. I negotiated with Buzz Cook to get uh 1.5% of my contract. Oh, because I actually negotiated my contracts myself. Really? Okay. I negotiated my way back here by calling Coach Gibbs. Yeah. I negotiated my new contract with Dan by sitting in the room. I negotiated my contract with Minnesota. By talking over the phone. All right,
1: hold hold, hold. I, time, time out. Hold on, hold on. Time, time out, time out, time out. I just heard it, and I want to delve into it. So you yeah. sat in a room with Dan mm-hmm. Snyder and mm-hmm. negotiated your contract. Yeah. How does how does that go? Take us inside that room.
0: All right, Dan is slick with his words, and he knows his football. (laughs) And he knows his football, so he a stat hire. He a stat hire. Okay. Oh, really? you You had five interceptions your first year, and you'd have four, 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 four. So, therefore, you went down one interception. Where do you think you deserve to be paid at? Well, I say I deserve to be right between uh five and eight of the top uh in my position. Okay. All right, so then he'll fight back and say, well, how about this? And then i go back and say, no, nah, how about that? And once we agree on the big number, the $55 million, now the negotiation is only about how much is guaranteed. That's right. where the fight, that's the real fight. That's the real fight. fight. How, how much is guaranteed and how we're going to split it up so it don't kill the cap. Right. So we're going to split some of it up by roster bonus after April every year. Uh, we're going to make the ones that are guaranteed top-heavy Meaning I get most of it early, instead of getting it periodically through the contract. Right, right. But it was easy for me because I'm easy. I'm easy to talk to, and I talked to Dan like he my homeboy. So right. it, it made it very easy for me to do my contract with Dan.
1: How long was that? A couple of days, or was that one sitting?
0: One day. It took me and Coach. It took me and Dan and Coach Gibbs one day to do my contract.
1: Wow, ah, that's impressive. That's impressive. Yep. You know, um, and I know the league does a good job or tries to do a good job of guys who are coming into the league. They have the seminars about taking care of their money. But obviously mm-hmm. a lot of guys, as you just said, some guys come from nothing. They come mm-hmm. from dirt
0: and, and they, they don't take know care of a lot of people and they take care of tons of people, right? Ain't just for you. You know, you got to realize the first thing you usually buy after you buy you a car is your mom a house. Right, right. Well, just yeah. because you buy that house, house still come with bills. All right. right? So, you know, it don't stop when you buy your mom a house. It still got to be furnished and it still got to be a water bill and electric bill paid for that house.
1: All right. You need to text your boy Antoine because he's late. So, text your boy and and make sure he's. I I know I emailed him a couple times. Uh, Sai, you had a wine tasting this week.
2: um, I did.
1: In preparations for your wedding. So, how did that go?
2: Oh, it went went fantastic. It was actually a uh, food tasting, not a wine tasting. tasting. Yep. Oh, and okay. we uh, finalized our menu for the wedding. Um, really? So
1: what's on the menu? Just to let the folks in. Now. What's on the menu? All right.
2: Yep. So uh, for the starters, we're going to have some hibachi beef skewers and nice. some three cheese mac and cheese skewers, which will be delicious. We're going to have a delicious uh, Caesar salad uh, as the salad. And then uh, for the entrees, we're going with a Parmesan breaded chicken that was Arguably one of the best uh, chicken dishes I've ever had, frankly. It was that good. Uh, Better
1: than Chick-fil-A and and, uh, KFC.
2: As much as it pains me to say that. (laughs) yeah, But yes, actually better than that. It's going to be a filet mignon. And then there's a vegan dish because my sister and brother-in-law are vegan.
0: (laughs) Oh, nice. And I heard that Wynn is doing all your stuff, right?
2: Oh, yeah. She hooked it up. She's awesome.
1: (laughs) For those who don't know, Wynn uh, is uh, she does PR um, for Augie's, where we used to do our podcast from. Um, and she's become a good friend of all. She just took me up with something else, uh, to, matter of fact, today. Um, so that Wynn's good people. Uh, very cool. Um, that's, I'm impressed the fact that you remember the entire menu.
0: That's I know. That's, well,
2: and then there's no chance I would have. Lemon no, butter no, 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 and mean, garlic green actually, beans I and mashed my potatoes. Out
0: for my wedding. I picked my whole stuff out for my wedding.
1: You did. Which Which yeah. wedding?
0: Uh, the first one, okay. that's the only one I've had. Right. See, oh, that's right. She let you do my that. Was, I got married by pastor Brett and I told pastor Brett, he got to retire because 80% of his marriages had failed. All right. that's what I'm. And he was our team chaplain. All right. And I, I went back after my divorce and told, uh, pastor, uh, he got to quit. I right, sometimes right. you gotta know when to quit. You ain't good at stuff. Sometimes <laughs> everybody can't be great at stuff just because it's a good thing. All right, it's bad pastors out there. I had an uncle that I had to tell. You got to retire. Right, you buried the wrong person at a funeral. My <laughs> cousin, that's actually, he, he's sitting here wondering what's going wait, on.
1: Wait a second. Again, I gotta call time out for. It. He buried <laughs> the wrong person at a funeral.
0: All right, I'm mad at my happen? uncle Fred. My uncle Fred is a pastor, and he about okay. 80 years old. All right.
1: Okay. All right.
0: And we was. Uh, I had a cousin that passed. Uh, and it was, uh, we sitting at the funeral and he started preaching about my other cousin who's sitting beside me.
1: Oh, geez. Oh, no. So
0: I, I tapped my cousin that's beside me and like, dude, this, you had such your own funeral. Oh. <laughs> right. And so not only did he uh, talk about burying the wrong person, this same preacher came back oh. and I almost married oh, my cousin no. to her stepdad. Oh, well, I, that happens. That does happen down south. No, no. At the wedding, my her stepdad walked her down the aisle, In time oh, no. they got down at the end of the aisle. My uncle just started with the with the ceremony instantly.
2: Oh my lord!
0: I like he got to quit. He too old. Uh,
1: well, I am I'm one and know in, in weddings that I have uh, ordained as a, as an ordained minister that
2: that I am. Um,
1: they
0: just, they just so you're about you what religion is? If chick can be an ordained minister, anybody?
2: Can. Well, chick's about to be two and o. After no, uh, my wedding. Just
1: not No, hell no. Chick's
2: not <laughs> doing Cy and Sarah. He's going to come around. Happening. He's going to come not, around.
1: There's no chance. No
2: chance. No hey, chance. man,
0: B, I'm going to be at the wedding. You, you, you yeah, should he's, he's, he should. No. Do I've got, got say, five more months,
2: something. five, six more months to uh, let get Chick to take come me around. Let
0: be let me be your deacon. Yeah, yeah let me be the deacon. Let me <laughs> yeah. tell you something.
2: If we can get the 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 spinners
1: and the and the, and the platters to come in here, that's old school. If we listen, <laughs> I have never as many things as I've done in my life. I have I have ridden a two thousand pound Brahma bull. I have golfed in a program. I have taken a lesson from Jack Nicklaus. I have sat down with MJ and Tiger. I have never in my life been more nervous than standing there watching the bride to be and the groom coming down the aisle and thinking to myself, man, don't shit your pants. Well, whose wedding were you stuff? doing?
0: Well, why were you certain nervous? Because you didn't want to mess their special time up? Because this is the
1: daughter of, of one of my best friends who I've known since first grade. She surprised me because I've known her before she was her. Right? Yeah. I've, I've seen, I've known her all her yeah. life. And they, we were all, me and the boys were out in Silver Spring at a, at, a, at a bar. And all of a sudden I see her walk in with her mother who I've known for a long time, obviously. And there's a strange look on their face and they come over and hand me this box. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm getting a gift. I'm not sure why I'm getting a gift and I open the box up and it's a nice cigar in there. And I'm like, Oh, cool. And then it, they're kind of looking at me and then I see there's something written on the underside of the, of the the box. And it's basically an invite. Would you please officiate our wedding? And it's at that moment. So that's how you do it. Okay. Oh my God. And I'm like, well, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a, minister but I'll you know I'll sign up I'll do the stuff you got to do online and I did it and once once you start doing it and looking at what you have to do now comes the oh you know there's a part of this they want it to be funny but they yeah. also want it it's serious so I'm like uh, okay so I'm I'm looking through the stuff I get that done then I'm you know it's we're months away and I'm hearing you know that the that uh, the groom's parents aren't quite keen on this idea that they want them to be married by a, uh, by a minister. I'm like, Oh, so this is not, but they all, they all came around. I met the, the, the groom's parents. And what I did is the day before, uh, we had a wedding down by the ocean city or down by uh, just across the bridge. Um, The day before we had, you know, the rehearsal dinner and unbeknownst to all four parents, I had time with each one where I just I made a point of like hanging out right and I asked each one, you know what is it that made your your marriage work you know mm-hmm. and it was it was interesting to see the two two different couples. One couple was like they are like twins. Yeah. They have never argued it's they're on the same page. the other couple they weren't diametrically opposed, but one was definitely the the dominant um, yeah but and they all told stories about each one, right So here comes the wedding. And again, I'm nervous as hell, and this this and we got all of our friends that we've grown up with. They're all there from every walk of life, from grades one through adulthood. They're all there, and you know, and I'm you know quote TV guy. So Chick's gonna this is easy for Chick. Oh the hell it's not. It's not. <laughs> and uh, we start, and you know, I felt the nerves throughout. I had some some, some jokes that were planned in there, mm. um, and I kind of vibed off of the crowd a little bit. Um, but then i got it to the parents and i recounted uh those conversations i said you know i met a parent that did this blah blah blah. and then to see the groom's parents like oh he was interviewing me and they were like and i looked them dead in the eye and i could see one of the parents and you know they'd welled up got the tears in the eyes i'm like all right now now I'm grooving. I get, got, got it done. But let me tell you, I, like I said, it's the most nerve wracking thing. And I'll probably never do it again. So well, there's no chance you and Sarah. Are going, I will I'll rebuttal be to that wedding.
2: I will rebuttal that with this argument, which begins with the fact that I am not the child of somebody or anybody that you've ever. Well, I guess you've met them once, but that you really know. You're not right. really going to know anybody at said wedding. And I'm just side. You can rip on me all you want and you have nothing to worry about.
1: Yeah, no, 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 because hey, now that of- you
0: bring that up, I, I you know what, after playing in front of millions of people, you would mm-hmm. think I would never get nervous, all right. right. Uh and, and talking and doing TV and radio, but it brought up some. Do you remember uh the TV One Awards when they was doing it when I was uh when I was over there working for Radio One? All right, and I had to present uh an award to Doc Walker. Okay, all right. And in the crowd is Jamie Foxx, Aretha Franklin, oh, Brandon no. Ray J, uh, all of these people in the crowd. And now I got to walk on stage and read out, read off of this teleprompter. Yeah. Move and be funny all at the same time. Right, right. And boy, when I promise you, when I first got up there, the biggest Sweat bead of all time, <laughs> ran down my forehead and I almost drowned me in milk conversations. <laughs> <laughs> but once I got the rolling, it was on then. It, it, yeah. it, was, it was on and it was back to it. But I did not want to mess that up. And I never get nervous. Like I'm one of the people that never right. gets nervous. Right. But that one moment. I was nervous. And I don't know why I was nervous. Maybe because I was a superstar that was in there. A- Absolutely.
1: You see yeah. folks in there and you know, you, you, you one day might, might want to hang with them or get into a film or whatever else you're like, don't screw this up. Don't screw it up. And you know, for me, it is the lasting image. If I screw up, first off, all my boys, including her father will give me shit for the rest of our natural yep. born days. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I, if I handle it well, then it's the opposite. I'm, I always, when I see the folks, Oh, it was such a good wedding. Look, there's a guy, um, two of my friends, uh, uh, so my best friend, one of my best friends, Eric got married. And our other best friend, Larry was the best man, his speech. And I I'm sure they'll be listening to this podcast at some point, his speech was, and I mentioned this during, while I was doing the wedding, I said to the grooms, I said to the best man, you better come correct with your speech because there's a guy in the audience who gave the worst Best man speech known to man. After knowing this guy for thirty years, he still effed it up in the most unbelievable way, which he did. He just clammed up, and it was awful. And it was the funniest thing. And to this day, all we have to do is start the sentence of how he started his speech, and we all start laughing because we know where we're going with this thing. So yeah. it's 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 a memory that's you know.
0: Oh no, my my homeboys only use me for uh beat to beat a uh. Bachelor party coordinator.
1: Oh, good. Like, well, used, you can do I that
0: up so much by homeboys that I was like. I ain't talked to this dude in 10 years. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, my bachelor party man, I want you to handle it. I, I, why all of a sudden you want me to handle your bachelor party on your last day? I wonder
1: school? why. I wonder why. I wonder why yeah, <laughs> I'm there. a good
0: time coordinator. Like you be, and this, <laughs> some guys know how to coordinate a good time and I am a good time coordinator. Like right yeah. now, it's St. Patty's day. I'm getting texts from all, from all kinds of angles about come have a good time and drink this Irish beer. And guess what? After this podcast, I too will partake in St. Patty's yes, day will. and wet my palate to the point that it is drowned by happiness and fun.
2: It's lovely. You gotta put green clock. on if you're gonna go out. Huh? Yeah. you have to put green yeah. on you put if green you're gonna on. go out. Yeah,
1: you can't uh, just you can't just puke green. You gotta have especially to go if you're
2: a, especially since you're Dutch Irish.
0: Sweet, I'm gonna put a swisher sweet full of green in my ear and carry it around.
2: The Dutch Irish,
1: that's not gonna be good.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, you know it's all about that four leaf clover, and I like mine uh, some blueberry and kush clover.
1: Did uh, Antoine respond to you at all?
0: Uh yes, he's boarding a plane. No Antoine today. He said he'll oh. get us next week. My luckily, God. luckily we had all these stories to tell about I getting know. nervous for the first time. So it, uh. it worked itself out.
1: Um we have to uh who are we got we got Antoine coming up. We got to get some uh I've been trying We got
0: li- to tri- get some females in here. We got to get well, some diversity Chief. I
1: agree I agree with that. I've asked Julie Donaldson to come on. She has uh I said got to do
0: draft stuff with her so I'm, yeah, she, I, 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 You should get, talk we to get her. Joe Cena came on, all right? So we had Joe Cena. Yep, yep. Yeah, we need to get. uh, I've asked to get get Ron Rivera. Nelson.
1: I've I've asked to get Ron Rivera. Um, so you know, kind of waiting on that. Monica, uh, you know who? I I told you guys. um, uh, Taylor Heineke blew us off,
0: and that's why his job got took. By Fitzmagic that's what happens when you blow off this podcast Right, your job get right.
2: taken the next day
0: he <laughs> blew us off and now Fitzmagic has taken his job so guess what last call for alcohol I don't want a Heineken
2: yeah I wonder if uh he might change his mind now after the Fitzmagic no i say tell you what we, we
1: need to find a we need to find an inroad to Fitzpatrick we need to get Fitzpatrick on
2: that's I, 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 I can get there I'd be I, I should
0: be at the park next week anyway so
1: all right, we'll work on that. I'll try to go a different direction uh, to do business while we're doing this podcast. Um, Anything else uh, that's on your minds, gentlemen? Um, NFL-wise, anything sports-wise? I got I, nothing. I, um, I,
0: I am loving the NBA right now and okay. the New Jersey Nets. I'm a Laker, but we don't have a chance to beat them. Nobody has Correct. a chance to beat them. I'm sorry. Correct. They're too good. And Kyrie is a wizard yeah. with that ball in his hand. Yeah. And Sweet James Harden. Could be the best point guard in basketball right now. It's
1: amazing the the transition that he made, which leads me even more to believe that that was just a setup to get out of Houston. Was like, I'm gonna put on some pounds, I'm gonna bitch a little bit, and then boom, and now balling like a king. And you're right, I mean his 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 handle and with that rock in his hand, and he's, he is making he's everybody better.
0: This is how he played in OKC. He was the best point guard in OKC. I'd rather have James Harden at the point guard. He's that fat dude at the park that handles the rock, <laughs> that runs the show, that leans on people, that that, that, that makes it hard to stop his shot. James Harden is that guy. And I'm going to hate to see a James Harden after he get his first ring because then I think everything really going to click then and he's going to be really, really ring chasing because that's what he's doing right now.
1: Uh, Washington Wizards, uh, what I can say about them is what we've known all along. Bradley Beal's really freaking good and right yep. now leading the league in scoring and just – I feel horrible for him. I feel horrible because he is one of the best in the league and he's playing for Washington, which is not close.
0: Uh, we might get the center from the Cavaliers. Who's the center from the Cavaliers, Uh, uh, side? uh Not Greg Monroe. I'm talking about the other guy that played for the, pit, the pitch. Drumming. really. Huh?
2: Was it Drummond?
0: Yes, Andre Drummond. all right okay. they, if we add an Andre Drummond to this team because Russ is starting to cook. All right. Right. So if we can add an Andre Drummond to this team and that allows us to, to move to move some guys from the five to the four, right. I think they could give us a chance in the East right now. Uh
1: March Madness is this week. It begins.
0: It doesn't Wait, matter. It stinks. <laughs> It stinks. This <laughs> really? is the worst year of March Madness of all time. No, and last year.
1: Last year was the worst year. It's there only was not.
0: one team in college basketball that's Gonzaga. It ain't nobody else. None of the Blue Bloods, none of the none of the, the, the regular villains. All right? it's, it's nobody. Like, even to the point that college basketball has no star power beside the kid from Oklahoma State. They have mm-hmm. no st- – you couldn't name a Christian lately in college right now.
1: You're telling me that it's just – it's over now. Gonzaga is no doubt the winner.
0: Man, Gizaga, they might as well just say no. Let's not play it. Give Gazaga the championship and go home. Oh, no,
1: this is the beauty of March Madness: is that it doesn't go that way. Like
2: you know, Man, every time Gizaga. the best team in Gizaga college Gizaga basketball, basketball last year. the best team in college basketball, I feel like rarely. Okay, maybe not rarely, but they don't always end up being the champion. Like to win, you have to get hot at the right time, and to win, <laughs> string together that amount of wins. to the, final, they get to the wins, final four a lot.
0: Do, do you know? Do you know the last time Gonzaga lost? Covid didn't exist. Right, that's the last <laughs> time Gonzaga lost. All right, they have a story in five that, if they all broke up and went to four other teams, they would be the top five stars in college basketball. See, yeah. like how are you gonna stop that?
2: Because I believe, well, I I believe that Gonzaga is the best team in college basketball. I just and I they're a favorite, but I can't sit there and be as confident as you are that they're going to win it all. Because I mean, UVA lost as a number one seed. To UMBC. You just never know. I, I, I didn't believe that's sports. in their
0: UVA, team. their UVA team. was all defense. All right? their, their UVA team did not have somebody that could take over a game scoring. I never believed. Well, that's true. But they
2: U- that doesn't, even that being said, they still shouldn't have lost to a 16. They still should have at least gone to, like, you know, the Elite Eight.
0: You don't score, you don't win. You don't score, you don't win. That's basketball. So I'm telling you, Gonzaga got the number one offense in college basketball and the number one defense, and you telling me, you telling me that somebody (laughs) like uh, University of, uh, what was that, Baltimore City, right, that beat beat, uh, UVA, is going to come in and beat Gonzaga. Mm -mm, I'm not saying a 16. I'm just saying that when you get
2: to Elite Eight Final Four, anything can happen.
1: That, well, yeah, you're right. So but it's only that,
0: one game. It's basketball. Right in that
1: bracket, in that bracket, if so, Gonzaga moves on. They play the winner of Oklahoma, Missouri, eight and nine, uh, and then it comes up against probably Creighton or Virginia. Um, actually, Virginia, yeah, Virginia. But they're banged up. They're going to practice this week for the first time. They were out of the ACC term. That's the other thing. Is those four play? Or those four teams that are waiting. By the way, do you think the four teams that are standing by in case someone gets COVID?
0: Do you think they're just sitting there going, "Please get
1: COVID, please get COVID"?
0: Please yeah, get they COVID. they they wishing death upon them all. I know if I was one of those <laughs> basketball players, I would I would literally send a girl over there with COVID to make sure the whole team get COVID. <laughs> that, that is so. I want to play. Uh, Come on, you want to play, especially if this show. I want to play,
1: but i do not going to wish somebody to get COVID though. Yes, you are. All. Yes,
0: you are. Listen oh. to me. If I was playing in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady, I'm yeah. at home like God. Give Tom Brady COVID. You hear me? Hey, not not a uh, not a serious case,
2: just a mild case. Oh,
0: just a mild COVID. case.
2: Okay, yeah. just a Mind one COVID. a one day case where he just Nothing for one day him he's him very a mild sick.
0: case of COVID syphilis, whatever it takes to keep oh, this oh, man syphilis. off the field. I'm
2: get pretty sure syphilis through. is a long. I don't think Why, that's like, well, like How like about a, just a diarrhea?
1: Just give him diarrhea. Explosive no, no. diarrhea.
0: No, you can still play with diarrhea. Did no, you, you see can't. what Jordan did with the flu? You can't let guys like that play.
1: If you have explosive diarrhea and you're playing NFL football, you can't. You can't You can't play like that because one exertion, it's over. No one gets near you, although you could, that might be a bonus. No one wants to get near you. But no, that's that's not good.
0: Oh, no. Listen, I've played with a mild case, a case of diarrhea. You don't want to do that, especially in them white football pants. No. That ain't fun.
1: Um... <laughs> Guys who get sick on the football field—I'm sure you've been a part of that.
0: Oh no, I've watched some. I didn't watch a guy pee while we do while we playing a game in the huddle. I'm sorry, what? I watched a guy while we was playing Green Bay, and it was like 10 degrees. He was like, "Man, I gotta go to the bathroom," but he like, "I ain't gonna miss this play." And he just started peeing standing up while we was in the huddle, and it just rolled down his leg. Oh, and I was good. like, "Man, are you peeing?" And he was like, "Yeah." I was like, nice. <laughs>
1: Oh, he didn't, he didn't pull out. He just did it. No, he just
0: did it. Like, you know, like, Oh, "Oh, it feels so good. I like what feels good.
1: (laughs) It was nice and warm for a bit.
0: Yeah. It was warm going down his leg and he right. We already sweaty. What's the difference?
1: uh, Brad, there's a difference between sweat
0: and urine. Um. One listen to me. You don't understand how wet it is under our shoulder pads. We are right Trinch. So it ain't no difference. Besides, he stunk by the third quarter. Exactly. Like, man, that's, what I'm, like that's like, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If but if you didn't raise the child, you know, the pea smell don't body
1: you. Yeah. Well hold on. First off, baby pea is far different than adult pee, especially if you had asparagus for lunch. Um
0: mm-hmm. Jack Daniels.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I've there's a guy at Maryland named Darren Drozdoff who played for the Broncos. He would puke, um, right on the field, the first play of the game. He would do it right in front of his uh opponent. That kind of turns you off because yeah, nobody awful. trying to
0: land in there. Yeah, I don't want to I don't, don't want to be
1: tackled in that. Now, London Fletcher is famous for doing it on the sidelines. He would do it on the sidelines before the game.
0: Uh, he, was al- he, he, out. He, he, he always did it. I I seen a guy get hit so hard a little turtle head poked out. Uh, well, how do you know so that a turtle head poked out? How do you know that? Literally, <laughs> he got the shit knocked out of him. Literally. Oh god! Who was it? I'm not. I'm not gonna spread them rumors like that, chick. Who I mean, hit I him? Knew you, I knew you was gonna reach. How about who? But hit all him? I'm gonna say, he played running back, and he was hit by Daryl Gardner. Okay. Daryl Gardner chased down a play from the back, and hit I'll dude, and, and and a little piece of turd came up. Mid-guy. Oh, my God.
1: My God. Look at look at Sai's face. He's actually switching up here and there. I'll words. tell you, the hardest, the hardest... You know who should have shit themselves is Kanoy Kennedy when uh, Mike Sellers rode great. Oh,
0: man, No, no yeah, I actually did. <laughs> you
1: saw that, and you pooped.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this, this show has gone to shit, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: literally. Literally did either
2: yeah. of you guys see the play this is a little off topic but have you guys been following this fan controlled football league it's like this knockoff
0: uh, I, I, I have it
2: so yeah I, I'm I'm not a you know a big fan or anything but there was one play that went viral recently with one Mr. Johnny Manziel. And really have, oh, either they, of they, you guys see
0: I think I seen the play I seen the play
2: what did he do a snap was hiked way over his head. And so as a quarterback does, he turned around to run, to pick up, you know, to fall on the fumble. He turned his head and he saw a bunch of big ass defensive linemen running at him. And he literally just, you could see his head thinking, screw it. I'm not getting involved. Turned around and started walking off the field. Didn't even try to pick it up as the defensive lineman picked up the fumble and and started running towards the other end zone. That's great.
0: That, That dude don't care. I no. have never seen a bigger fall from grace.
2: Then, you guys should look it up.
0: Hey, then, then Johnny the Messiah, Menzel, like he that, he was the Messiah for a while when it came to football. He was there, pity me, and just to see him in a fan dictated league,
2: wow, pulling
0: around yeah. league.
2: I never thought I'd see it. He literally, yeah. you just have to watch the play. Trust me, it's it's worth looking up. It's, it's humorous.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, for those who are listening, who haven't seen it, go to uh, YouTube, look it up, go to online and look up uh, Johnny Menzel quitting on his team, which he did many, many times. Um, All right. So next week we'll figure out something else. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed. That's your opinion. We've learned that um, you shouldn't uh, bury someone else's cousin. Um, You shouldn't, (laughs) you shouldn't hit your pants during a football game or pee in a huddle. uh, Yes, uh, you
0: can pee in a huddle. It's very obtainable.
1: Uh, and we welcome Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Ryan, if you ever listen to this, we have a, you have a standing invite to come on the show with Fred Smoot, Cy Fenwick, and Chick Hernandez. That is another edition. Boys, good to talk with you. We'll see you next week. That's another edition of That's Your Opinion.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.